This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea, you doing all right? I'm all right. You're kind of stressed right now because I know people are going to find this hard to believe considering your past <laughs> history, but you may have misplaced your phone. No, not me. I know. <laughs> shocking, right? Um, yes, I can't find it. And you were, he was, he came in hot, you all, because he thought that I was just ignoring his phone calls. Well, no. I was just, we had something, we had a, our guest today, we had set up a certain time that they were going to call in so we could talk to them. Uh, they're in California, so we wanted, didn't want to waste their time. Right. And yeah, I was calling you, you didn't answer, but I found you in the building, so it was, it was relatively easy. To be fair, I was working. But so you, and let's, that is let's the acknowledge you were, that I was working You were literally hard. editing something for the news for later, so it wasn't like you were just blowing me off. But also, you didn't have your phone, so you couldn't blow me off. You know off. what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Just like, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, well, all right. Uh, we'll hope that you can find it. Hopefully, it wasn't stolen by the same ninjas who took your, um, oh, yes. your, your purse and your debit cards out of up. your wallet at the mall that one time and I, I know you. i remember that some people snuck into your well, scar is still fresh they snuck in while you're sleeping at night is that what happened or they got it from your at purse the mall? yes <laughs> well, i don't know i was sleeping at the mall and like these ninjas stole my phone yes that was that's the story or you just misplaced something else but look we'll, we'll go look for it we'll start a, a hunting party good deal i plan on getting it done so today's guest uh very timely but we're going to put this out um i think we're this is going to come out the day before the premiere Yes. Of the latest season of Survivor. We want to get you all prepared because this is a huge season. I've been watching the show since the beginning. And, you know, I, I come in and out kind of mm-hmm. like everybody else. I was definitely more committed earlier Early. on because now I have to go to bed at, you know, 7 o'clock. So <laughs> I'm going to stay up late. <laughs> Wild child. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to talk to one of the OGs. Mm-hmm. So Rob is... Not Boston Rob, by the way, which he's going to make that clear off the top. But uh, Rob's sister, Nino. Okay, I was going to make, make sure you were saying it right. Yeah, I was, uh, he, I was going to mispronounce it, but yes. He is one of the OGs, and he comes to play. Like, And you watched his season. I did. I remember, like I said, I, you'll you'll know why I remember him, because he brought an in, interesting luxury item, which used to be one of my favorite questions to ask. And you said like, on the show he bring? didn't come across as the nicest guy, but talking to him just now, he seemed really nice. I, you know, I, I really appreciate him. Very entertaining, and I like people that'll that'll do what it takes to win. You know what I mean? I respect that. I know some people do not, especially at like <laughs> final tribal council. You know what I mean? I remember the one season the woman said, I think it was the very first season where she said, "I would not like if you were on fire, I would give you no water or something like you know what I mean? Like and that's they the thing. take and it's, this it's, serious. You say like, well, it's only a game, but there's a million dollars on the line, that's and a so lot of money. so that's. That's more than a game, and so it is. and people so people take even if you were just making moves to play the game, people will take it seriously. I mean that thing that happens with my board games; people take it seriously sometimes. And right. so it's, you know, so you can imagine for a million dollars on the line. And we're talking to one of the best that's ever played. So let's get into it. He, we couldn't have a better guest on the the eve of Survivor, Hunger Games. <laughs> Rob, thank you so much, first of all, for agreeing to speak with us. You're kind of like a legend when it comes to reality TV, so we are so excited. Uh, are you sure that you know that I'm not Boston Rob, right? Yes, yes, I do know <laughs> that. that? Okay. I actually yeah. watched part of your season. I remember you. I've been watching Survivor, like, since the beginning. So I remember your eight ball. That's what I remember yes. the most was the magic yes, eight ball. Yes, yes, that's me. You got it. Of all the luxury items, I was like, an eight ball? <laughs> Defend yep. yourself, sir. 
it was good to you could ask it a question and then you know if you're if you're in a tough spot uh, should i go this way or that way what do you think eight ball and that was a good way to be able to break a tie and it was fun and helped me bond with people so most of the stuff they send you out there with is useless one guy brought a skateboard so eight ball actually has some uh, usefulness and then, and then if uh, you know if you do make a, a judgment that someone doesn't like you can always blame it on the eight ball and be like well the eight ball right. to do it but he had rules yeah. with the eight ball oh, okay. right Yes, yes. Wow, you know everything. I'm telling you, man. I do my research. So Andrea is uh, obviously a constant watcher. I am, I think, what a lot of people who have a relationship with Survivor kind of go in and out. You know, you find a season you like, yeah. you watch that, you you take some time off, you come back in. But this season is kind yeah. of a good time for people who have gotten out to get back in. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely, because uh, this season of the show is a all-winner season, so we're bringing back all of the different winners from uh, throughout the history of the show. 20 different winners are going to be uh, competing in the 20th anniversary season of Survivor Season 40. And it's so exciting. I mean, we have one guy who's going to be representative, Nick yes. Wilson, and you give him 40 to 1 odds. He's somewhere kind of in the middle of the pack. Is that because he's such yeah. a recent winner? Yeah, the, so I think Nick is an incredible player, and uh, I really like Nick. I think that his problem is just that he played so recently. I don't think he has the connections to all of the other players that these people who have been around the block for longer than he has are able to, like, they know each other. They have, like, a, a little bit more trust. So that's my biggest concern with Nick. And also, you know, he's so fresh in the mind of the people that play but he was conniving. He didn't tell anybody yeah. he was a lawyer, which I know you appreciate. You like that. Oh, it was great. I mean, Nick was amazing in season 37, but the problem for him coming back is now he's not able to sneak up on anybody. No. Where I think he was underestimated in his first season as one of the Davids. Now people know about his whole background and that he's a lawyer mm -hmm. and that he's a really smart guy. So I think that that's why I, I am uh, not super confident in Nick. But if anybody can figure it out, it's Nick. But no one can claim to be like a good old boy anymore. They're all millionaires, right? They've all won at this right, point. Right, right. Everybody, there's no secrets now. So everybody is sort of like, if you were hiding what you did in your job mm -hmm. or anything like that, now that's all out the window. Every There's no secrets on Survivor Report. Yeah. One of the things I think is kind of neat is after you've been on Survivor, you kind of join this fraternity of you know Survivor alums, and there's this whole world out there as far as um, things being able to do, but then you also have this connection to other people. Yeah, it really is a, a very weird club uh, that we're in. Uh, you know, uh, when I am able to, you know, talk to all these different people on the podcast, you know, there is uh, a lot of stories that come up, a lot of people that have feuds with one another. So uh, there's a lot of interesting things to explore from uh, that world of the survivor fraternity and sorority. Do you know Roger Bingham, Kentucky Joe? Yes. Yes, of course. That's Kentucky my man. Joe, legend. I know. Yeah. Andrew's <laughs> yeah. just very excited. He was, about well, that. he was like best friends with Elizabeth Hasselbeck, which is the m oddest couple of all time. You know what I mean? Like, he was just so mm -hmm. adorable. I got his autograph on the 4th of July one year. He was like the, yeah. the main, <laughs> the main and, draw. And that is kind of one of the things here. We've seen people go on, go to Survivor, and then come back here kind of to their hometown. Did that happen for you whenever you, you know, once you were off the show and, and kind of went back? I mean, obviously now you've got, you've been able to, to parlay this into a whole uh, kind of media empire. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, everybody's excited to see 
people from their hometown go on and do well. I think that's one of the reasons why the show has had success for 20 years because that there's always, you know, there's a new season, there's new people to root for, people that are from your hometown or have other interests that you share. So it's, it's really, I think, part of the great Survivor formula that's been so successful. And uh, tell us about some of the some of the favorites you think from this season. I was looking through your stuff, Ethan. You've got pretty good odds on him. I know uh, that was one of yeah. the seasons I watched. I remembered him. Mm-hmm. And just... I remember him too. Yeah. He's yeah. so different uh, from I, you, I, though. I... He's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> Ethan, I, I think has such a great story. He's been away from the game for so long. He's had a uh, two-time battle with cancer. He beat Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's back on the show, and I just think he's in this really great position where people are going to underestimate him. He's going to act like, oh, I'm old. I don't know what I'm doing, but he knows. And I think that he has a chance to sneak up on a lot of people this season. And then if he gets to the end, who has a better story than Ethan? Right, exactly. I mean, you can't help but root for the guy, even if you're competing against him. That's tough. Who are some of your other favorites for this season? Tyson is somebody else who I think that he is a really amazing player, and he's also played like six years ago was when he won. I think that people have forgotten about him. He's such a likable guy and is so disarming, so I think that he's somebody else that has a a good chance. Jeremy, who won the second chance season, is another uh, person who is just so likable. Like The people that can lower their threat level and then also combine it with that likability, those are the people that I think have a chance to do really well in the all-star winter season see what i appreciated about you is like you were willing to do what it takes to win sure you know what i mean yeah. like you you would flip-flop i think you were like one of the original flip-floppers right <laughs> but yeah. now you're yeah, rooting you for all it. these good guys this and is well, shocking to I, me you didn't ask who i was rooting for you asked oh, okay. uh, who i thought was gonna win all right no who are you rooting for then Oh, okay. Well, of course, uh, you know, that, that let me go back to Nick and put him in, in the mix because oh, it would see, be nice to see if he, if, he, if he could do it again. Uh, but I, I would say that uh, yeah, I'm still rooting for, the, for those guys, too. Kim is somebody else who I, I am uh, rooting for to win in this season. Uh, it, the thing is, you can't really go wrong. Tony is somebody else I love. I love Tony. You know who I'm wondering? Is Tina in it? Remember she was in no, it with Colby? Not. No, Tina? No, yeah, I looked at the list. Of them. Boston Rob is on there, though. So I know Boston that. Rob's in there. I think he's, uh, I don't, <laughs> they're going to get him out early. I think. Yeah. I Who's going to be first trouble. to go home? That's a good question. Uh, so, so if somebody's listening to this, and they, uh, obviously, we, we, we may draw in some Survivor fans here locally. If they want to continue to get your opinion on this throughout the course of the season, this is kind of what you do, you know, a podcast about different reality television shows. Tell us about that. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's called Robin's Podcast. Uh, we're not very creative on the branding, but uh, that's that, that's what I do. We're going to celebrate our 10-year anniversary coming up uh, to coincide with the premiere. And you can find Robin's Podcast wherever you get your podcast or website.com. Yeah, and you talk about more than just Survivor, right? Survivor, Big Brother, we, I, we have podcasts about the Masked Singer, and basically all these uh, competition games, and we've got a whole scripted TV podcast wing as well, talking about uh, all, all sorts of uh, different scripted shows, so you can get it at robhaswebsite.com. Got it, and if you could compete in something else, I'm going to assume Big Brother, you seem like a Big Brother kind of guy. Yeah, that's good. That's my speed. I'm just, you know, uh, I'm probably, you know, I'd be like 
I would be like the Kentucky Joe of the Big Brother house, mm-hmm. uh, the, the old guy that uh, oh all the young God. kids are like, oh, who's this guy? <laughs> but uh, I would do it. I would go on the Big Brother show. Yeah. And didn't Ethan, he was on Big Brother, right? No, no, no. No, it wasn't Big Ethan. Brother. But has Amazing. anyone from he was Survivor? Amazing, Amazing Race. Amazing yeah. Race. That's it. That's it. I knew he did a different reality show, so that, that can't hurt him that he's done more than yeah. one. He's done more than one. Uh, he didn't do great on The Amazing Race. He's better at Survivor. Yeah. So Rob, have, Rob has a website. It's the best way to check out other additional stuff. Hey, Andrew, you got more questions? I feel like Andrew just wants to talk to you I, for well, hours. I, I'm a big reality yeah, TV going. buff. I love reality TV. And I don't. Are, is he? Are you on a time? Oh, He's chill. He's good. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so, what would you say is the best way to play? Because I read that Jeff Probst said you were the smartest guy to never win. I'm assuming you would have preferred to win than be the smart guy. I would, but... Yeah, I would have rather been the dumbest winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. But uh, what's your advice to these guys, especially, and I'm sure you got to play differently when you're going against all winners. I think everybody is just so scared. So I think that what you really want to do in the beginning of the, the game is just sort of like uh, alleviate the threat level, be everybody's best friend, make everybody feel comfortable, and then when you have enough friends and allies in the game, then later on, make moves. I feel like in these seasons, somebody's going to go and look for idols too early. People are going to start to you know, get a, a little too panicky, mm-hmm. and I think that that ends up being a bad look. So I think you just want to be calm make friends, and then save the bigger moves for the end of the game if you can help it. Yeah. I, I think they should have called it Survivor Hunger Games. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where everything you do can carry so much meaning, whether you intend to or not. Just yeah. a simple conversation you could have on the beach. Somebody takes it the wrong way, and next thing you know, you're, you're just out of the game. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, an incredibly complicated game, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it can be very, very fun. I agree. Well... We appreciate you so much. Thank you for talking to us and for, for taking the time to talk to us. I know you've got a lot more listeners than we do, so this is very exciting for us. No, well, thank <laughs> you for having me. I really I, I really appreciate it. So, also, we loved watching Elaine last season, that mm-hmm. she was so much fun. Was she I, not I, hilarious? I, oh, my gosh. She was hilarious, and, and I, I guarantee you she's going to be back. She, she will play again. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Good to talk to you. Awesome. Nice talking to you, too. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Bye. Andrea, that was fun. Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm a geek, aren't I? <laughs> you are. A little, no, you were. You were very excited to talk to. Well, you're knowledgeable. You know, a lot of the times we talk about. Sometimes we'll talk about pop culture stuff, and I have a tendency to nerd out. Right. But this was your chance. Well, you know, I love reality TV, and it's not just The Bachelor. Okay, I love it all. I don't know why. I always have. I've just. Oh, I connect with it. I'm very competitive too. Well, and, yeah, he, he, <laughs> and dramatic, so I'm perfect for a reality show. He was impressed with your knowledge of, of a lot of the, the details of it. Mm-hmm. And like I was talking with him about, this is kind of the perfect season. If you're somebody like me, I watch, obviously, everybody watched the first season, and then I watched the second, and then I kind of trailed off. Right. Every now and then I'd hop back in for something. But this is kind of a good chance to get back into it because there, there are people on there who I watched. Mm-hmm. And so to, to see all that, and then also locally, we got, we got somebody we going got back Nick, in. We got Nick, yes, big guy. And I remember when they played the promo, we, we aired a package on the morning show, and I was hyped. Because it's like they just keep coming out with people who are like, oh, I remember them. I remember them. Oh, my gosh, I remember them. And the fact that they're all going to be there together, I just yeah. can't imagine. It was just like Infinity War. Whenever all the just like Infinity War, Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy like teamed up together. Just like Hunger Games as well, oh, when all the winners I have to come I should have asked Rob about that. I wonder who'd be, the Thanos, who'd be the Thanos then on the island. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're all they're all winners. It's hard to compare. 
one thing I forgot to mention, I actually know Nick Wilson's fiance. Oh. Yeah. Grizel, she and I went to college together. I think we had a class or two together and such a sweetheart. So beautiful, too. He did well. Well, There you go. Yeah. And that's one of the things I liked about, um, you know, uh, I didn't even watch entirely all of his season, but I I watched bits and pieces, clips of it. And, you know, he he just started off just just like a nice southern guy from Kentucky. Just, hey, we're just hanging out. Don't worry. Y'all talk. Oops, I won. (laughs) Uh oh. Oh, Turns out I'm a lawyer and I'm real smart. We've talked about the whole accent thing, how people Mm -hmm. underestimate a southern accent and they just assume that you're stupid. And he just played right into it, Mm -hmm. outsmarted them all. Yep, there you go. And walked away with a million dollars. That's well, right. There you go. Uh, so if you're listening to this the day it comes out or even the day after, um, yeah, Survivor Winners at War. Is that the name of it? I think so, yeah. There we go. And uh, you can always DVR it if you're not going to be up, kind of like me if you're an early riser and can't stay up that late. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Another thing, I don't know if I can even say this, but I think now that it's all over, this is a safe story to tell. Okay. Um, this is a behind the scenes because you know Nick Wilson is from the same hometown as Bill Bryant. Yes. So Bill's dad still lives in in that town, and he remembered that Nick came home, and he noticed that he had like this brand new truck. Hmm. And I guess Bill's dad, who is one of the most intimidating men I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, he went up to Nick and was just like, "So, I guess you won." And Nick's like, I mean, I can't say anything. He's like, mm-hmm. You got that new truck. He goes, saw that truck outside. And he said Nick just started laughing. So Bill knew that. So we knew he did well before the season even started. We didn't know if he won or not. But because I was you make like, money in other ways once you've been on Survivor. Through like, but yeah. So he, that was kind of a spoiler. I, I knew he was going to go far like ahead of time. So it was exciting to watch. <laughs> oh, nice truck. I know. I know. I loved it. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I look forward to watching this season. I'll uh, I'll be checking it out. Um, I mean, it's you know there are also episodes online. You can watch it that way. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And uh, yeah, we appreciate Rob being on the on our podcast. His he obviously has a lot more listeners than we do. But if you're you know if you if you listen to us and you've never heard of his, go check out. It's, Rob has a website, <laughs> and Rob has a podcast. Search for both those. We're out here doing, fighting the good fight for Rob. <laughs> You're needs, welcome, he sir. He needs our help. You needed us, right? <laughs> Let's get our dozen of listeners over to us. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. So that was fun. Um, Andrea, do you have a favorite thing this week? Actually, yes. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I sure do. So my story today is really good. It's so cute. There is this hometown contest coming on HGTV. I've seen a few different towns in Kentucky hoping for it. We've got so many going <laughs> for it. We all want to win. So Speaking just of reality TV. Watching all of these entries from across this state, it's just cute when people brag about their hometown and are proud of their hometown. You know, I'm somebody who's the same way. Like, I still live in my hometown. I moved back. So mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a soft spot for that. So that's just been my favorite thing is watching all the counties compete against each other. Uh, oh, it's my, so sweet. Mine is also a favorite thing that I'm glad we got to cover, featuring my hometown, uh, the Powell County. In Powell County, the principal, Powell County High School. He was um, this. This happened in, in November. He was working cafeteria duty, mm-hmm. and there was a student who started choking on some food. He gave them the Heimlich, saved their life. Wow! The first responders that, that we've talked to, they said, "Yeah, no, he, he definitely saved their life. Like oh they were just gosh. choking and getting ready to go out." And so, yeah. And so, um, I think Monday night, Monday Tuesday. Whenever you listen to this, I think it would have been a week and a half ago. Uh, after the in-between basketball games, they'd set it up to where they were honoring first responders. But and what they, they didn't know was they were actually, yeah, giving him the like the award. So how sweet! 
sweet. So, you know, he's, he's just in there watching it. And suddenly they're like, all right, come on over. Oh, and I so, love that. Yeah, uh, the video of that is online, um, and we, we got to go cover it, and I was just excited about that. So, Did you some, get to cover it? Something nice for my hometown. No, it happened at night, but we, we sent a oh, nightside crew. Uh, I think Shelby um, Lofton covered it. So That's awesome. That reminds me, I never choked, thankfully, at lunch, mm. but I did throw away my retainer many <laughs> times. It's like you sit it on your lunch tray and start I eating. I can't believe you would lose something that right? was important. I know. There's a theme, right? Um, but our, our uh, janitor's... It happened so much. Oh, your that country came out so much like, there. Oh, I'm sorry. Our janitors. What? <laughs> you said our janitors. What's so country? Our janitors. Never mind. Sorry, continue. Whatever. But we're just dissecting anyway, it. Anyway, they got so sick of us throwing our retainers away because I was not the only one. Like my, all my I'd friends imagine, did, yeah. my cousins did, A bunch did, of teenagers just did. putting their putting it out while they eat, and the next thing you know, oops. oh, this was elementary school. But oh wow, they were like, you can go look for it, but you're going through the garbage yourself, and I'm not helping you. I found that dang thing every single time I threw it away. You'd think I'd learn after the first time going through the trash not to do that again, but no. I made that mistake more than Don't once. Don't make like a container you can put it in while you... There was a great sense of pride being able to find it. <laughs> I was always proud of myself. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you, too. And then uh, I'd put it in the dishwasher because that's gross. I remember at Clay City Elementary growing up, we would have... There were certain things that were always served together. Mm-hmm. And for us, one of them was... Soup beans, greens, and tater tots. Wow. I don't know why that, but that was just always the meal that went together. And I'm the country one? I know. Uh, Honey, it's soup, beans, and greens day. Literally. (laughs) And so I didn't really, I didn't like soup beans because at my house, we lived with my grandma at the time, soup beans was on the table every night. Right. No matter what else was going on, there was always soup beans. And I just, I was like, ugh. You're over it. Yeah. So, but I also like to eat a lot and I didn't want to miss lunch. So I... Developed a taste for this kind of goulash I would create where I'd take the soup beans, I'd put in... You're like a prisoner. I would put in the uh, tater tots, I'd put in the greens, I'd pour in some ketchup, mix it all together, pour in a little vinegar, and it made this mix that I learned, I, I, I liked, I would eat. So <laughs> Mandy made soup beans the other day and I was like, do we have any tater tots? Greens. <laughs> what? She <laughs> so, was like, excuse yeah, me? Yeah, and then she saw me putting ketchup in my soup beans and was just like, what, what are you doing? Well, you know, there's a way to make cheesecake in prison. Yeah, I've, I've read Orange stories. Orange is the new black, some yeah. Of the weird, uh, yeah. Some of the weird things they make in prison. The you ingenuity. can make it work. Ingenuity. I mean, Dolly Parton lived on ketchup packets and crackers and stuff like that. Whatever was free at a restaurant, that's there what she go. lived on. So. Um, yeah, so I, I I ate some weird things at, in, in lunch, and so that was... All right, good times. <laughs> that was... You know, when you're, when you're a free lunch kid, you just you make it work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was too. Oh, yeah, I always had lunch. Uh, uh, At school. No right. lunch bowls for us. Well, everybody, go out, um, enjoy some Survivor. Uh, go, Nick. We're rooting for you, buddy. Everybody, be proud of your hometown. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.